In a team-controlled interview pregame, Deshaun Watson offered up his first apology since receiving that eight-game suspension. Then, on the field, he struggled versus the Jaguars in his Browns debut. Three series of action, Deshaun finishes one of five, seven yards, single digits here. Shannon, what did you make of Deshaun's night? He looked rusty, and that's what I expected. The guy hadn't played a meaningful game in a meaningful game skip in almost 600 days, 586 days to be exact. And I'm going to mention some people that you and I both know. Let's just say for the sake of argument, Dr. Neil Elitrosh or Dr. Robert Watkins. Now, they do surgeries three, four days, every single day, five days a week. All of a sudden, they say, Dr. Elitrosh, you're not going to perform another surgery for 586 days. All I know is I don't want to be that first patient that he operates on. Let me be, let me be number eight, number nine. Let me, let me let him get his rhythm back, his mojo back, and then sign your boy up to see Dr. Watkins or Dr. Tiberi. Skip, what do they expect? When you're dealing with a skill that you have to drop back and throw and diagnose and, 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 and read and, and then throw the football, the guy hadn't done this in a meaningful game in 586 days. That's the exact same Deshaun Watson that I expected to see. Yep. I expect that from any quarterback, no matter how skilled he is, you take that amount of time off, you're going to be rusty. And guess what? He's about to take some more time off. So I don't really know what to expect, Skip, once he comes back. You hear they tried to work out and said, okay, we'll do eight games and we'll do five million. I don't know if the NFL is going to buy that. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. But, Skip, he's going to be out again. So basically, six, ga- six, eight games, that's half a season. That's, what, two more months? So he's going to be not have really played what, a, a series, maybe 10 plays in over 600 days. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be rusty when he comes back. There's no other way around it, Skip. You get good doing the things that you're supposed to do. A football player get good at playing football. Basketball players get good at playing basketball. Skip, you don't get good. I mean, you could do all that practice, the patent goal. You got, I got, they went down to Jackson Hole. They went down to Miami. No, you get good at that game, playing that game. In that type of situations, Mm. it's as simple as that. So Deshaun Watson, Skip, looked like I thought he would look, given that he hadn't played in almost two years. Mm. By the way, to continue your analogy, after 586 (laughs) days off, I wouldn't even want an epidural steroid injection from Dr. Watkins. And you've had them, and I've had them. I have. I have. just had one recently, and I've had one, and they're no fun. But I wouldn't even want to try that. That's just an injection. Right. But it's a scary injection. Correct. At the base of your spine. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't have a problem with the way Deshaun played. He he made one really bad throw by his standards, and it was the first throw. Yeah, yes, he was wide open. And it was just like, what? Yeah. Because the first throw, if I think we have the misses, but the first throw, he's rolling to his left, and and it's just an airmail. It is late. It is behind, and it is... I don't know, 10 yards high. It it is like, Deshaun, what are you doing? And yet that Schwartz kid from Auburn who can fly, I I thought he he dropped that one. And he just cold dropped another one. So I I don't know. And that was the one to Njoku. Yeah, double stick. Okay, that that works. And then here here we go again. He scrambles. And I believe this is the one. Yeah, he just hits him right in the hands. I don't know. So he's got two huge drops out of the five throws, so that, that should have been three out of five, and right. then, then we'd be saying, he looked pretty good. Yeah, he looked okay, yeah. Minutes, right? Okay. Right. Now back to the pregame apology, which was staged by the Browns, which is fine, but he finally showed a little bit of contrition, a little bit of remorse 
of which he had shown exactly zero, zero. all along. And Sue L. Robinson, in her findings, took him to task Wrote for that. Wrote that in a conclusion. Because in his depositions, it got so bad that at one point in one deposition, he asked his questioner, why am I here? I don't even know why you're questioning me. Right. And then in his first media session, when he first joined the Browns, right. he said, I don't have a problem. I don't have an issue. Right. And now at least he's saying, expressing a little remorse to all the women that I've impacted in this situation. Okay, we got that. So is he trying to soften the potential blow here? Is he trying to mitigate a little bit against whatever punishment could come down maybe right. as early as now, today? Right. Mm -hmm. it sh I, I thought it was going to come down last Friday. Is it going to help a little bit, or does he feel true contrition here after all that he's been through? I have no idea because I don't know exactly what's in the man's heart. Right. It did seem a little suspicious that all of a sudden on the eve of this new punishment that's going to come down from the the mediator. Right. That, yeah, he's, he's trying to show, hey, I, I have seen the light. Right. He also has mentioned that he has undergone some counseling, right, which I was, not, I was not aware of that. Right. But that's what he said. I don't have any way to prove that. But our man, Jared Bell, who's the national NFL columnist for USA Today, wrote today that hopefully the real game changer in Watson's case isn't discipline, it's professional help. But once again, we're back to Suelle Robinson because, again, she found on the NFL side in every allegation, but in the end she said, your rules don't allow me to punish because your collective bargaining does not allow me to do anything different than what's been done before. Correct. And the precedent said, all I can do is six games, period, end of story. Correct. There's no fine. There's no prescribed right. counseling. Because I don't believe there had been, ever been a fine issue. Maybe there have been a fine issue, but she was like, what you're asking me to do is something you should have written in your bylaws, and then it would have been very easy for me to do it. I got it. And furthermore, the bylaws say that any sort of counseling has to be chosen, chosen. by the player. player. Like it has to be voluntary by, by his volition, his own volition, that mm -hmm. he says, will you please help me with counseling? But Sue L is saying, well, I, I, I can't write this into my findings here. My, my opinion that I'm writing here, it can't include that because your bylaws don't allow right. me to do that. Skip, you know, this is this our apology. I mean, the best apology is change behavior. And when someone's apology, what's the first thing they're going to say? Well, he's only doing this so the NFL don't hammer him. I don't believe one word Deshaun said. He ain't said that earlier. Why did he say that earlier? Why did he say that in the beginning? So th that's how it works. I mean, some people will apologize and they come off as being genuine, sincere, yep. and people still won't believe them. Yep. And some people come off and you know they're only doing this to the, to to, uh, to lessen the blow of punishment. Absolutely. So I, I just don't really know in this situation. Sure, I would have loved Deshaun very early on says, I'm sorry. I apologize that anybody that my actions offended, offended the, the young lady. Hey, but that remember... The key point here is he had not two or three. He had 25 Correct. civil suits hanging over his head. Right. And I'm assuming his attorneys are saying if you apologize or express any remorse, right. it's going to up right. the ante here, right. right? But here's the thing, Skip. But once the, the ruling had come down or, you you know, you settled yeah. it, I mean, you settled the cases. Now, Skip, you just come out and say, hey, I'm, I can put this behind me. I apologize for anybody that was impacted by my by what my behavior, what however you want to word it. You got representation. You got people that can word it appropriately and you can move on. That's what should have happened yep. once you settled it. 
You come out, you you word it appropriately, and you move on. But when you 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 settle the case and you don't really say anything, yep. people are like he ain't learned his lesson yet. He's not sorry. That is he correct. just pays the money and this went away. He's not sorry. So I, I just think the thing is timing is a lot has a lot to do with with an apology. Skip timing is everything with an mm-hmm. apology. You can't wait till all of, all of all of a sudden you're about to receive more severe punishment and you say, well, I'm sorry for what transpired. I'm correct. sorry that I impacted these women. I agree. So it was reported that at Jacksonville the other night, Deshaun, upon appearing on the football field, got heavily booed by a crowd that doesn't make a whole lot of noise about anything pro right. or con. Well, there were but 17 people, though, so it wasn't okay. that loud. Well, but, Skip, I was in a very similar situation. Now, you remember in 2000 mm-hmm. what Ray Lewis had gone, gone through in the offseason. So I, I already know, yes. So it's gonna it's it, for that, that that whole season. There was not one stadium that we went to that when Ray came out that we weren't booed. I heard what was being yelled. And there so was Deshaun, one, one section of the Jacksonville fans reportedly had a crude chant that, that they sort of created mm-hmm. and yes. ran with for yes, a while. Yes, yes, it's gonna be like, okay, it's gonna be it's like that. It's going to happen. Yes, it's gonna be part of his deal yes. now. Yes. It's gonna be part of his life in the NFL yes. through the rest of this year. Well, we don't know when he's gonna. Return, but however many games he plays, to your point, he's gonna get it. He's gonna get it. Yeah, and it after a time skip, it won't be as loud as it was initially. But they're gonna be sputterings. They're gonna be you know here and there. They're gonna be a little you know somebody that's gonna have a little sign or gonna say yep. something to remind you of what transpired. You just, hey, your team just got to be strong enough. We had a very veteran ball club. Yes, we had a team that rallied around Ray. I'm sorry that two men, two men lost their lives tragically in Atlanta, but we just went on and did what we needed to do, and Ray was Defensive Player of the Year that year. And then at the Super Bowl, I listened to every last second of Ray in front of the masked media mm-hmm. on, on interview day, on yeah. media day. I thought he did very well. Whether you love him or don't, whether you believe him or don't, right? He he, he handled it very well. Well, Skip, uh, at, at some point in time, I thought the media had gotten fair, and I know I don't know if you remember this, but I got it from my station, and I went and stood behind him. Oh yeah. And I said X, Y, and Z what I needed to say, mm-hmm. and after I said what I said, I said let's this interview is officially over uh-huh. because we weren't going to relitigate the case. The case had been settled. What the, the punishment, what Ray received, the $250,000 fine, whatever transpired, we're not about to relitigate the case. Because as Brian Billick said, we're not going to do that, and you're not qualified to do that. Well, I was barely aware of who you were at that point, so I, I had forgotten that part. It's okay. That's now okay. I know. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. I, I refresh your memory next time. Gentlemen, I wasn't at the Jaguars game. I had Falcons-Lions. However, NPR reported it was thousands of fans booing Deshaun. 20,000 people live in Jacksonville? A pretty reliable source. So. <laughs> they drove up from Brunswick and they told what us. what I know is the fact, Shannon. All right. No mercy. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life. 
from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges, therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. Whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this. Crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew. Ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. They had some really good preseason games this weekend. Trey Lance kickstarted the Niners with a 76-yard touchdown pass in that preseason victory over the Packers. The second-year QB finished with a perfect quarterback ranking. After the game, head coach Kyle Shanahan said he wished he could have kept Lance in longer. Shannon, does this make you reconsider your opinion that Jimmy G should start for San Francisco? No, it's the preseason, and I did that. I thought Trey Lance played really well, Skip. The thing that impressed me, Skip, was his ability to get outside the pocket and get down. He could have dove, we saw the highlight, he could have dove, probably went head first and split the, uh, the difference and maybe took a shot and got the first down, but he slid. So he's learning to understand though that his legs is an asset, but they can become a liability if you start taking too many shots. CRG3. So, yes. And so I, I love that aspect. Nice arm, lively arm pop. Did a great job of getting him outside the pocket, giving him some easy throws, Skip. But Nate Sudfeld, Nate Sudfeld entered the game and goes 8 for 11, 103 yards, a 39-yard touchdown to Ray Ray McLeod. And then Purdy, Brock Hurdy comes in. He goes 3 of 6 with a 5-yard touchdown. So, look, I'm not going to make too much out of it. It's preseason, and I know I've said that a lot. But I think they're, they're, they're pleased with what they saw. Let's just see when they ramp up the competition, if he starts to have to go get some starters for an extended period of time, how well he plays. But I think they have to be very, very impressed with what they saw. Skip, for me, even if, if, if Garoppolo isn't the starter, 
you want to make sure you have a competent backup because that's how the Broncos once get. You remember Peyton Manning went down? Brock Osweiler came in there. The best seven-game stretch of his life. He goes five and two. They were able to secure home field, which then forced New England to come back to them for the AFC Championship game. And I think that was the difference in them going to the Super Bowl. So you want to have a competent backup. I don't know if Nate Sudfeld, Sudfeld is, is that answer, but we're going to find out. I like what I saw, but I'm not going to go out here and, and start getting me a, a tickets to uh, Arizona. Say, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, if I want straight land, let me go and get my Super Bowl tickets early. No, I'm good. I'm going to hold off. Shannon Sharp. Yes. You're going to be wrong about Trey Lance, <laughs> just the way you're going to be wrong about Baker Mayfield and Jalen Hurts, about whom we will speak in just oh, a moment. Oh, my goodness. That throw to that kid, Danny Gray. Yes. Who they may have stolen in the third round because he can just flat fly. He ran 4 3, 4 3 3, but he has good football speed because he's run. I, I, he just caught my eye in ways my guy Jalen Tolbert didn't catch my eye, and Jalen Tolbert was drafted 17 slots above Danny Gray. Mm-hmm. So the Shanahans are striking again at receiver and I believe at quarterback because that throw was lightning to me. Yeah, he's getting nice arm. And he's got a big arm, big easy arm, big easy reach and velocity mm-hmm. and depth on the throw. Jimmy G can't do that. And we you mentioned the scramble. He took off and ran for a first down. Jimmy G can't do that. No. There are a couple of rollouts. Jimmy G can't roll out and throw the football accurately on the fly. It's just not who he is and what he's ever been. Yeah, but Skip, I'm not, I'm not needing Jimmy G to do all those things. I'm just needing Jimmy G if, some, if, if, if uh, Lance were to get nicked. I just need him to steady the ship, to keep it afloat. I don't need him to drive 80 miles an hour and and get us home a lot sooner. No, I just need you to steady the ship until Trey comes back. I believe he can do that because we know Kyle can scheme it up and have Jimmy G looking really, really good. Kyle has to be rubbing (laughs) hands together thinking, now every seventh or eighth play, I can go bombs away and keep people a little bit honest. And plus, he got a guy that has legs that he can diagram something, get outside the pocket, and okay. get you 10, 15 so easy, quick yards. I can hurt you yards. with the deep ball, mm-hmm. and I can hurt you with the zone read that I couldn't hurt you with with Jimmy G. True. I can make you sweat and fret. What are they going to throw at us next? Right. It just makes the offense even more lethal. And I think this kid has such high intelligence level poise level, maturity level, and high football character, he will be able to withstand the bumps in the road, and there are going to be some bumps. There will be some. But the point is, I still think they have a very good chance of winning this division with this kid at quarterback. And I know there's a team in Los Angeles called the Rams, but I am not counting out the 49ers with that kid being able to do what he does that Jimmy G can't do. Okay. He certainly looked impressive, guys. I expect this 49ers offense to be much more explosive this season. All right, let's move back over to Skip's Cowboys. Does Jalen Hurts make the Eagles a real threat to Skip's Uh-oh. Cowboys and Dak Prescott? Stick around. That's coming up no next. Mercy. We see you, Jalen Hurts. He goes six for six and a touchdown as the Eagles open up their preseason schedule versus the Jets. During the game, the Philly QB took a late hit from a New York defender. His coach, Nick Sirianni, praised him afterwards, saying Hurts being unfazed is, quote, a great quality. Shannon, give this one a grade on a scale of 1 to 10. How impressed were you? Two. 
Um, it's the preseason. Um, I'm not getting overexcited. I'm not putting guys in the Hall of Fame. I'm not saying guys are going to be all pros and going to the Pro Bowl off the preseason. I thought he distributed the ball very, very well. He did take that late hit, which should have been called, should have been flagged. Could but, we see that real quick? Okay. I want to see. This was horrendous. Yeah, this, I don't know what. This I'm, is early in the game. Yeah. Quincy Williams. Yeah. For the Jets, he scrambles. Gets outside. Boom. He, he took it helmet to helmet. Oh, they flagged. They flagged. Yeah. He threw a got one. He got one later that, that he got hit. Was he got hit below the legs. Yeah. I was talking about the other one. That, yeah. Right. Yeah. He got hit. They called that one. Yeah. Face mask? That's uh. That's got to be. You know. I'm surprised they didn't put him out the game. Oh God. Hit Tom Brady like that, you're gonna oh. miss about two or three games. You hit Patrick Mahomes or Joe. What are these? What are these top quarterbacks? Uh. To but Jalen's credit, he did. He popped right, pop right back up. Right Still, back my up. thing, like I said, Jalen's going to have to convince me that he can consistently and accurately throw the football down the field. I, I do like the fact that he did improve upon his completion percentage. It jumped 10%. Only one other quarterback in the last 40 years have had that happen. That's Jameis Winston. But, Skip, you look at their wins last year. They beat Falcons, Panthers, Lions, Broncos, Saints, Jets, Commanders twice, and the Giants. None made the playoffs. Their losses, 49ers, made the playoffs. Cowboys, twice, made the playoffs. Chiefs, made the playoffs. Bucks, twice, made the playoffs. Raiders, made the playoffs. You see, you're beating up on bad teams. The really good team that's in the playoffs, you didn't beat them. So I'm going to see. We're going to find out if, if he. they got weapons. I love the addition of A.J. Brown. Devontae Smith has another uh, uh, year up under his belt. I like Dallas Garden. I like Miles Sanders running the football. You like those Georgia kids they drafted? They're gonna, they're gonna yes. be, they're gonna be good, Skip. So we're gonna find out. Everything is kind of like a tour situation. They've surrounded him with weapons. I there agree. are no more excuses. It's very close. In fact, it's even better weapons, and maybe not better weapons on offense, but but the team around yeah. Jalen is yeah. a little better than the team yeah. around Tua overall. Yes. Okay. On my impressive scale, I'm gonna go all the way up to a seven, but but it's actually a fear factor scale because. I have feared this team because of this player the whole offseason. They've gotten so much better than Dallas except at quarterback, and yet their quarterback is a leader, he's a gamer, he's a playmaker, he's a difference maker intangibly in ways I fear my quarterback won't be down the stretch this year. Okay. I got what you, you make a great point about they beat up on bad teams. Heck, my team went in there and beat them at the last game, and it was their practice squad. But the point was, Jalen Hurts got them to the playoffs. Jalen Hurts is not a great thrower of the football, but he's Tebow-esque and a little better thrower of the football than Tim ever was because we just saw the highlights, quote-unquote, the six out of six. He's just taking what's there. And he's hitting them with accurate catchable right. passes that they can take and run with a four or five yards. Right. The thing, he, the, the, thing the difference is, Skip, his release is so much quicker than Tebow. Tebow had that elongated throwing motion. It was elongated. He does have a nice, compact yeah. throwing motion. In fact, Tim's pure arm strength was a little beyond Jalen's, right. but Jalen gets rid of the football. Right. His father was his high school Who coach. coach. Yes. And it matters because he knows how to play. He knows who's open. He knows when to get them the football. He's not a dazzling thrower, but the throw he made to Dallas Goddard for the touchdown, it was a good throw. Yes. And Goddard took some punishment on it. I'd want him to out of that game quickly after that. <laughs> but the weaponry they have is spectacular to me. 
Oh, and, yeah. And all of a sudden, you're saying, well, if he's the leader, if he's the leader in the weight room and the sideline and the huddle for this football team, it's gold for them. He, he's not, he doesn't have Carson Wentz's overall ability because Carson Wentz is, what, 6'5? Probably 6'5, yeah, probably 235, 240, yeah. Okay, with a big arm, and he's a pure pocket passer. But he's a leader, guys won't that. follow him. They won't follow him, but they will follow Jalen, and it fears. The, the fear factor for me is that they're going to follow him to the top of the division because right here, right now, I would give them a slight edge over Dallas. I need to see this play out. I need to see I, – I need to at least read about what my Cowboys do in scrimmages. Hurts was 26th mm-hmm. of 31 quarterbacks yep. in, in, in completion percentage. Yep. Ahead of Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, and Zach Wilson. Okay. And he scares the holy or unholy hell out of me. Man, you yep. sleep. You sleep like, yeah, we got this. You got this division in the bag. You think so? That's what you said. I, yeah. I, I think they might have us in the bag. I hope so. Yep. But I don't believe so. All right, so. gentlemen, we gotta go. We're out of time. <laughs> no mercy.